welcome to the Bosses Fuck podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Hello, hello, and happy Wednesday. Um, I'm excited to talk to you today. Today, we're going to go focus more so on you babes that are still working a nine to five while hustling that side gig. Um, It's a question I've been asked a lot, and it's definitely something that I want to touch on, um, I think because it's super important. I've mentioned this a few times. Um, You know, when I started Metal Marvels, I was one year away from graduating college. I was in school full time because I packed semesters to graduate sooner. Um, I did interior design first and got a degree in that, but they don't require general ed. So when I switched, I had to do that all over again. And quite frankly, I felt like a grandma in my classes, you know, at 26. I refused to dilly-dally. You know, when I started, they said, awesome, cool, you'll graduate in like three to four years, starting from here. And I said, fuck that. I packed every semester. I took summer and winter if possible and got done in about two years because I was not fucking around with that. But when I started, I was not only going to school full-time, I was also consistently working full-time. I was the store manager for a children's boutique in Newport. I worked all the time. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the business itself, like corporate, they made some really bad selling and purchasing decisions, um, which is sort of like was a moment too. And I realized I was like, I could, you know, I could run this because the things that they were doing, I was getting so frustrated with and I knew better reasons and options, but I wasn't able to actually make those decisions myself. Um, But, you know, the business actually started going down and, you know, there was a point where I actually, being the store manager, had to let go of basically everybody but myself and one other person. So no joke, I worked all the time. (laughs) From May 2013, when I graduated, until June of 2016. Yes, that recently, I was still working full time while running the company. People always ask, how did I allocate the energy to, you know, do both? Well, while doing both, I was on a pretty repetitive schedule. I had school the same days and times every week. My work schedule would tend to stay around the same every week um, because I was management too. For most of that time, I was, you know, making it myself. And I've, you know, I've touched on this before, but I hated school. I was a terrible student. I was a C and D student in high school, like no joke. Some college classes that I had interested in, Definitely did better, but generally across the board, I'm a C student and I do not mind saying it. It's true. You know, school was not for me. So in school, I tended to, you know, do the work needed to pass, but I wasn't giving it, you know, 
crazy full attention. I mean, again, I was a shitty student. Um, And luckily with school, typically you can reserve a lot of energy because most classes aren't strenuous. Sure, depending on workload, they might be stressful, but I mean, that's kind of just life. So I would remain pretty chill throughout the day, get through classes, attempt to not fall asleep in them, all that good shit. Uh, I also did that. I took advantage. I had a uh, statistics class that was all on the computer and we ran a computer lab. So, you know, always sitting in the back, I was able to like definitely multitask and work on the business during class. Kids, I'm not telling you to do that, but (laughs) it worked. Um, (laughs) but you know, depending on my schedule, I would head straight to work And or on certain days, I would have time to go home and take a nap before work, which allowed me to have energy later. I would work on breaks um, at work, sneak in little moments, you know, of working on social media or random website stuff, checking orders, things like that. Little things I could here and there, Um, even like no joke when I would go pee, you know, because in working in retail too, like I always had my phone on me regardless. Um, and so even when I would like sneak away, I'm like, okay, you know, I'd go to the bathroom and while I'm sitting there, I'm, you know, working on things, checking on stuff because I, you know, found any moment I could to use to get shit done. Um, I've always been a night owl, so it's tended to work in my favor as far as hustle goes. Um, most nights, even now, I'd say I'm up to, I'm up until at least, at least 1.30. Sometimes it's 1.30 to 3 o'clock. There's been other nights, you know, I had one night not too long ago that I was working and hustling and watching TV and like lost track of time before I realized it was late. And then I just couldn't really go to sleep. And so then I finally, you know, I looked at the clock again. And I'm like, holy shit, it's 5.30. Couldn't sleep. And then I was like, well... Might as well stay up for the sunrise, which I don't see often because I am not a morning person at all. Um, I would watch sunsets any day of my life. Sunsets are probably one of my most favorite things. Um, But sunrises are not something I see. So I was like, I'll stay up. I'll watch it. Have a moment and then go to bed. So I did. I stayed up. I watched it. Um, And then, you know, I scheduled my morning post because I knew I was about to go to bed and not wake up. Um, And then, yeah, I basically went to sleep then in the morning. And then I woke up a little bit later and got shit done. (laughs) Once school ended and I was just working, it was much easier. And I'd always said, like, I wanted to be, I mean, I always said it to people, is I would rather be working or I'd rather be going to school. I don't like doing both. Like, I want to do one or the other. And ideally, I want to work because obviously that's going to make me money. But, you know, I would allocate time based around my schedule. So as mentioned before, if I worked early, nap, then work on the company all night get about six-ish hours sleep, then get up and do it all over again. Um, my days are pretty repetitive now too, um, until unless there's days, you know, where I force myself to take time off. Um, I drank and still drink a shit ton of coffee to keep me going because it's obviously necessary and sometimes you need, you know, some help from something that's like coffee to keep you going. Um And it just, it works. It's something I enjoy. Some people like tea, um, as far as the caffeine goes, energy drinks. I just, for me, it's coffee. But I think it's also too, it's like finding those moments to relax, to nap, to recharge, etc. Like you can make the, you know, 
breaks and work hustle balance. Like I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat shit. You'll be tired. I'm tired all the time. (laughs) And I tend to now at least get, you know, 68 hours of sleep, but you know, it's just because I'm always going and you know, what kept me going and still does well, but it kept me going before was the idea that like one day I could solely like work for myself. I could be my own boss and make my own rules and make my own schedule. And so today, like what keeps me going? I mean, besides the fact that like, I fucking love my company and I love my customers and I love what I do. It's also the fact that like, I'm doing this. I'm making the rules. I'm making the money. I pay the bills. I get to decide how my money is spent, you know, and I don't have to answer to anybody else. I get to do what I want as far as work and life goes. And that's fucking amazing. So like that legit is like the fire under my ass. Be like, okay, you got to keep going. Keep working. You need to get up. You need to do this. And it's, you know, when you're juggling both, I feel like it's, you know, what's lighting that fire is the potential. Um, and it's, and that's what you need to focus on to keep going. I think making it work around a nine to five is much easier than around a retail job. I did both and I much prefer running the side hustle with a nine to five, not to out myself to Xboxes, but a nine to five also tends to allow for a little more overlap, a little more multitask. You know, you can get away with checking in on things while at work or updating your social real quick or things that need to be done throughout the day that otherwise, you know, running around a retail store, let me tell you, is really hard to do and keep on top of that things. You know, you know, retail is so much more fast paced and it's harder to dabble in both. If you work a nine to five, like embrace it. It all comes down to scheduling things. There are some points during the day where you can sort of slack for a better word at work and reserve some energy. And I'm not telling you to tank your nine to five, but if you're on track to leave it someday, the after work is the true gig. So I fully embraced those 15 minute breaks, you know, and I used them to chill or work depending on like what needed to be done. If I really needed that moment to recharge and that's what I did, you know, and and even in retail, we had an office that was typically usually always dark because there was a window to where you could like look out and see the retail floor. So it was lit enough. um, And so people couldn't like see in. I loved that because it was like a dark room and you could just like relax. I sat there and ate my lunch and you could just like, be by yourself and, you know, obviously still things to see things that are going on outside, but it like gave you a moment of like, just chill. And that's kind of what you have to do is you have to decide what that break is for and what you're going to use it for and then like fully embrace that. And a lot of times it was, it was working, you know, on those 15 minute breaks, I was hustling and doing anything I needed to do as far as like, I mean, literally sometimes I purchased items for the store, like inventory, at work, if I had an early shift and I know that I needed to purchase something that day so they could get it out or whatever the case was, like I was doing that at work. And you have to take advantage of the time that you have and make it work for you. You know, I didn't go out of my way to do things like super strenuous <laughs> during the day that really didn't need me to do them. So like even to like at another job, it's like delegating things that you can to like make it work for you. Um, a big thing for me is to embrace naps. Like, I don't know necessarily how I was as a child, but if I didn't like them, I, I hate that. And I wish I would have embraced them if I didn't. Um, but I can't stress this enough. Like 
I still do it today. If I am feeling so sluggish that it is taking me away from the hustle mindset, I embrace it. Take a nap and then get up and get back to work. You know, I know there's a pull and I feel it sometimes of like, I need to fill my entire day with work. But taking an hour nap or two <laughs> will set you up for a successful second half of your day. It does. It shouldn't be looked on as like being lazy or, you know, whatever else people think these days. A nap sometimes is crucial to the success of surviving the rest of your day, you know, and getting through all the shit you have to do. Because let's be honest, in today's world, we're a lot busier than we used to be, you know, we're all trying to do so many things. So take the nap, like, embrace it, love it, relax, sleep, shut those damn eyes. And just and just chill, you know, and I swear it will recharge you. I still do it today that like sometimes if I'm not feeling great and I know that like if I sit at this desk, I'm going to be completely fucking useless. If I don't take a nap, I take a nap because I would much rather wake up and then be productive instead of sitting here sluggish and wasting an entire day. And, you know, I think, too, a lot of times is, you know, we're focused on that nine to five. And the other thing is just a side gig. But honestly, I think and I did it. I think you need to treat your nine to five as the side gig. Obviously, it's what's bringing in the paycheck. So like I said, you're not this isn't to say to slack or not do your work or whatever. You need to do what you need to do to get by to get the paycheck to like still be able to have a job. But if it's not somewhere you're going to be forever, you need to do what you need to do to nail your job. But sort of get by, if you will, because the end goal is elsewhere. Obviously, like you don't want to do anything that will cause you to lose your job. But if your side hustle is treated as the real job, the nine to five will simply be the vehicle to bring in that money for the time being. You know, as I mentioned, I only just recently left my nine to five in June. And remember, I've been in business since December of 2012. So that's a big chunk of time of school and or work full time, plus the business. I mean, hello, it's 2018. So that's a that's a long chunk of doing them both. But it was because I wasn't yet to the spot where I felt comfortable enough to leave. Then I had a whirlwind of 2017 and a crazy second half, you know, the company was booming and I bought a house in another state. I decided to quit my nine to five all in a matter of basically a month. I made the decision to buy a house and move in probably early June. And I mean, like literally the, it's probably late May the very beginning of June, within like a week and a half, I was in contact with a realtor. I came out to Vegas for the weekend to house hunt, put an offer on a house. It got accepted two days later. And two weeks later, I had the keys in my hand. Also should be noted that Vegas moves like a fucking tornado when it comes to houses. Literally two weeks time from offer escrow keys. Insane. It's crazy. No, like, I don't think anywhere else moves that quickly. It's, it's nuts. 
But, you know, that was all in a matter of, you know, a month. And I decided late May, that's when I put in my notice that like, hey, I, I need to, I need to go. And so I basically bought a house and then <laughs> like I put the offer in and I'm pretty sure it was like that next week that I basically was like unemployed from my nine to five and was, you know, completely fully self-employed. It was crazy. I'm, I'm a lunatic. <laughs> and when I want something and I like, you know, I, I jump in full force and I make it happen. And that's kind of basically what the month of June was. Not to mention, I also then turned 31. So that was fun. It's like birthday house, all this shit, like craziness. Um, <laughs> but it was a very, like, it was a very empowering June too. Cause like, shit, I just did all this self myself. Like that's insane, but I digress. Um, <laughs> While the second uh, paycheck was nice, you know, getting a a nine to five paycheck frequently was great. And, you know, I really kept working for that reason because, I mean, that's hello. That's great. Easy money. Thanks. Um, But it was when I started to notice that, like, either thing was not getting my full attention that you know, that's when it was time to go. I realized that I was really just like super skimming by the job. And my health was my heart was elsewhere with the company. And I wasn't giving my company, you know, my company that literally relies on only me, I wasn't giving it the attention that it needed. And I wasn't giving the company that was paying me the time, attention or work that it deserved either. And that's when I'm like, okay, I I have to go because also too, I'm on that verge of like the company can boom further that it's not going to, if I'm still here at this nine to five. And I think there's certain situations where you're on the cusp of growth and you can just feel it in your bones, you know, where your income is almost replaced when you can like walk away earlier I also think there's a time when you can see the growth is happening and you choose to make that jump to give it your full undivided attention. You know, I probably could have quit, you know, maybe in January. My income was definitely replaced. um, And I could have probably quit in January, but it wasn't necessarily the time. Um, And, you know, and I think... I think it just happened kind of perfectly with timing and I'm okay with it. I definitely don't regret not leaving in January. I think everything worked out perfect. Um, But again, the second paycheck was great. (laughs) But, you know, it came at that time where like for me, I felt the pull knowing that neither was getting the attention that it needed. And ultimately, the attention to my business was the biggest priority. And that's that goes back to like treating your nine to five as the side gig because if that becomes a side gig, it kind of becomes second nature. It's just something you're doing. And if like, you know, and of course, if your nine to five is like, you're working some, you know, crazy equipment that where like it needs your full undivided attention, because otherwise, it just isn't going to work, or it's danger. That's something else. But sitting at a desk and you know, working a nine to five can sometimes end up becoming it's it just becomes so routine. So second nature that like, it's easily treated as a side gig because then you're spending all your time, energy, brain power, etc., on your real passion. You know, so I think 
there's a few factors to look at when you're deciding to leave or not. Um, I think a big one, obviously, is have you fully replaced your income with your passion job? You know, if if you fully replaced your income, then by all means, like, tell your 9 to 5 to stick it up its ass and leave. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, too, is planning ahead, of course, if you're going that route. And especially if you're doubling your income or you're, like, it's fully replaced, honestly, like, start putting money away in a savings account that, like, is basically a fallback. So you know that if everything goes fucking belly up tomorrow and I don't have any money coming in that you can pay your bills for a year. I have that. You know, I have money set aside and then, you know, money invested that, like, if shit burns up tomorrow and I have no money coming in, period, I can survive for a year and not work. Or survive for a year and fucking figure it out and start something else from the ground up or get a job. Like, you have that that cushion to fall back on. So that's definitely something to think as you're like, as you're getting towards that spot, even if like you're there and your money is fully replacing your side gig, like do you have money saved for that sort of situation? Because you have to remember that the other paycheck from the nine to five is going to stop completely. So it's kind of preparing, you know, getting things set that like, again, if anything, if it blew up tomorrow, you still had the ability to either chase your passion or, start over or find a job, but not have to like stress while, you know, your bills are still getting paid because you have that money saved. Another one is, have you replaced a lot of your income with your passion job? And do you think that you would be able to fully replace your income if you were full time focused on it? You know, that was the thing for me is while I did, I already had replaced my income. I felt as if I could get to the next level if my time were fully focused on the company. And it's true, things, you know, have gotten only better. Black Friday, Cyber Monday was nuts. And I can't even imagine if I had a job during that. Oh, my God. But you know, it's like, even if you're not fully there and replaced, like with that extra five hours even on your, you know, on your company or passion job, whatever, if five extra hours a day on that, Like, would you be able to then fully replace the money? Like, could you be doing something that could bring in more money that you wouldn't have been able to do had you been sitting at a desk at a nine to five? Super, super, super important to think about. I think it's the same thing with like delegating things, you know, as outsourcing is if I outsource this to somebody else so I can focus on, if I outsource A to somebody else, can I make more money by focusing solely on B? And more often than not, it's, Typically, yes. And that's the same situation. If you are not spending that extra time focused on a nine to five that you really don't give a shit about, can you bring in the extra money by focusing on the thing that really, really lights you up? And honestly, yes. Like, I mean, literally, unless the market for whatever it is just disappears tomorrow, like it's it's going to be yes, because you're giving it that full time, that passion, that heart that it needs to like to grow. And it's so important. So that's definitely something to think about. If you're definitely like, if you're almost there, and you're like, Oh, I can't go because I haven't replaced my income, like really weigh those options. And then another thing is, is working a full time gig causing you to not have energy to focus on your passion job? 
Is it causing you to lose steam or lose passion? The things that you don't want to lose. You know, if you are just drained in energy because you're sitting at a job that you fucking hate or you're sitting at a job that just doesn't fulfill you, sometimes that will outweigh the like, oh, I'm not there fully replaced in income yet or what have you because you're going to gain more in focusing on something that like that you can't live without. You know, this is one of the most important factors. Like while I understand money is important, I get it. I also now, you know, live in a mindset where money is in abundance, which is a mindset you have to work on to get in. You know, when I didn't have money, like I was living paycheck to paycheck. I did the usual, you know, I shopped on credit cards, I ran them up, had to pay them off, had to run them up, pay them off, like it's annoying. But that's also living in a mindset of, you know, not having that money. But if you live in a mindset of like, and I'm not all super woo woo about mindset and all that shit. It's just it's something that I've realized in my personal life, you know, and in in living that like, there will always be money. It will always replace itself. Literally. And I know everyone's like, oh, well, it's, it doesn't always or whatever. Well, it's going to take work. It's not just going to like, you're not going to go out and spend $500 tomorrow on a purse and then like wake up tomorrow and that $500 is back in your account. Like, no. You have to obviously work your ass off to replace that money, but it's going to be there. There's so much money in this world and it's just harnessing like your passion and what drives you. And all of that to then bring that money to you. So if your ability to have full focus and determination on something that you're truly, truly passionate about, I think that is the main factor because the money will follow when you're following your passion. The money will follow when you're following your passion. Like my, the business was growing, of course, the first couple of years. But, and I've kind of touched on it before, but like the minute my brand and everything aligned with who I am and my personality and what I believe in and what I stand up for and all of that and my fucking language, like when everything aligned, I can't even, my business grew astronomically. Like I'm telling you, like pretty sure it was like 200% from 15 to 16 and it was 250% from 16 to 17. Like insane. I mean, and it was all like when when it hit and like completely took off. And it's because the money follows like when you're following your passion. And obviously there's some maybe certain things and always everyone always thinks starving artists. And yeah, sure. There's certain situations where it might be like a starving situation. But also, too, is you're fulfilled on that other end of like. Yeah, well, I might have to skim on some things and I won't be able to take those trips or go out to, you know, this dinner or whatever because I'm tr- I'm trying to get by just selling my 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 art, whatever, for example. It's also so assuring that like your mind, body, soul is aligned because you're like, well, I don't necessarily need the money because I also love what I'm doing. Like some months might suck, whatever, or not necessarily suck, but might be low and I might be worried about it for the time being, but like also then too, as I like, I realized with myself is like, it's also up to me. It's up to me whether it stays the same. It's up to me if it gets better. But also the power in that of it is up to me. 
and I don't have to answer to anybody else at all. I don't have to do things other people want me to do just to make money. Like I'm doing what I want to do and I'm following what literally fulfills me. And honestly, I mean that plus like the community I have and all of that is, (laughs) it's worth more than, you know, dollars. And like, it's, it's not a, it's not something you can put a value on. And it's, that's what it is when you're truly like working your passion. And like, I get it. You might have a different view or outlook and that's totally fucking okay. But as mentioned, like I refuse to sugarcoat shit. And ultimately like this is my point of view on like how I did it or how I'm doing it. So you don't have to necessarily agree, but I think there's definitely chunks that anybody can sort of like pick and choose and like align with in like, you know, in this conversation. Um, I think it's super important if you are on that cusp to figure out if the extra time spent on your business would give you that extra boost and help you replace income. More often than not, I think it will. And I think more times people are focusing on the money aspect of it versus like, you know, saying like, oh, well, I'm working both so like I can make the money happen. But also too, is you have to realize if you're not working both, can you make double the money happen? Food for thought. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, sometimes I make myself laugh. And by sometimes, I mean 99% of the time. But (laughs) if you're utilizing that time on something you're passionate about and already doing well at it, it will continue to grow. That's what I did with mine. It continued to grow since, you know, once I left my nine to five. And honestly, I could not imagine working another job right now. You know, I'd probably die. I'm already like, I stretch myself thin just because I already like love so much what I do. And I just keep working and, you know, hustling my ass off. But, you know, of course, running your own business full-time has other challenges, and that's another episode, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. So I really encourage you to look at where you are, look at the pros and cons of staying with that nine to five and whether it's worth it to make the jump, if you're prepared to make the jump, and, you know, if you really really want to put your passion, you know, right where the money is and, and align it and do that. And that's something to really, really to think about. And I think you'll, I think you'll get some different answers. And if you're just focusing on the money, you know, of is my time better spent elsewhere? Definitely a big key. But that's it for today. Um, I'm honored you listened again to my podcast um the response especially to like last week's episode has been amazing and I can't thank you enough and I'll probably say it every episode but I literally I love you guys for listening and I look forward to talking with you again on Sunday I've got so many topics um and ideas that I want to touch on and people to bring on so this is going to be a fun fucking journey and I really hope you stay around for it bye guys Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. 
Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck.